to another ESL podcast, man. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. And today we're going to be talking about hard selling because no one likes a hard sell. You know, when you hard sell, you put someone in a very unfamiliar position and you make them feel unwelcome. There was a, uh, they call him a fake guru now by the name of Grant Cardone. And he gets people to hard sell and cold call people who are not interested in buying properties. And then they threaten them, say, if you call me again, I'm going to call the police. And I'm like, see, when you start hard selling in a way that people threaten you, you're not coming from a very good place anymore. Because obviously you're doing it in the best interest of you rather than them. And so me, I've never, ever had to hard sell anyone. I show up in the world as I am today. And this is why I attract people on my TOEFL ITP, uh, people, you know, on my Spotify. And I've created so many people because I have created a service that has attracted a lot of people just last night. I finally got the green light to start doing training at a company just about an hour, hour and a half outside of Bangkok beginning in December. And this is a gigantic project, the most I've ever made. Massive. This is what I've been wanting like I've been egging for this day since the beginning of July when I first got that word. And I still remember the feeling when she actually offered it to me. And I was just like, man, this is what I've trained myself to do, to complete, to become. And so when people realize how great you are, they will be willing to pay and you won't have to force them to. But when you come at people in a way where you're just trying to hurry up and make a quick sell, you will always come off as a snake oil salesman. And this is one of the biggest issues. So based on what we had uh, spoken about in regards to the work and lunch and the recording we had in the previous podcast, we're going to listen to two audios today and we're going to discuss exactly what happened. And I'll be talking to you about a couple of things. So in saying that, because I don't have my earphones on, and because things are a little bit more different on my end, because, you know, dealing with a little ear infection, so I can't use earphones, as noted by the doctor. I don't know how I this is the first ever ear infection I ever got, but it's all due to allergies, apparently. Changes of season, that's happening. And who knows? Who knows what's going on? But nonetheless, here we go. I'm going to put myself on audio uh, or on mute, and then you're going to listen to this audio, and we're going to go from there. So, in saying that, here we go. 41. So, any news from Tokyo, Neil? No, I'm afraid not, Jeff. It looks like they're not interested. How did it go with Miss Tanaka? Oh, she was really nice. She took me to a great restaurant. Actually, everything went okay until we got down to business. What happened? I don't know. I thought the sale was a sure thing, but she seemed to lose interest. I don't know what I did wrong. Okay, so in saying that, people, let's dissect this. Everything went well. We heard her offering him, you know, obviously the eel and stuff like that, based on her culture. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Miss Tanaka, or Mrs. Tanaka. Uh, but when it came down to business, meaning the sale, it did not go well. So what could have possibly happened? Why could the sale have gone terribly wrong? Well, that's what we're going to be listening to right here, right now. Track 42. 
Mmm. Oh, that was delicious. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So, Neil, tell me about this digital control software. Why do you think we should be interested? Because it's easily the best program for the job on the market. The system we use at the moment works okay. Why should we change? It's a question of costs. It could save you up to 30%. If you look at the competition, there's just no comparison. Can you give me some information about your sales? Um, uh, about uh, $2 million worth worldwide. Could I see the documentation? Well, I'm afraid that's confidential. But listen, if we can make a deal today, I can offer you an even better discount. And there lies the problem. Mr. Neil not having the documentation to show her that he can back up his claims of selling so much. Not only that, he brought down the he brought down what he was selling even more and if you don't have confidence in yourself and you drop down that price it's showing that you are cheap so i'm gonna hurry up and read this out for you okay a hard sell is often seen as offensive in japan see japanese business people may think that you are trying to convince him to uh, you know basically buy their product uh but by you know dropping the price it's just no good so it is better to use a low-key sales pitch and give them objective information. See, the Japanese, they're not accustomed to aggressive American techniques that use a persuasive win an argument, such as what I had told you at, at the beginning in regards to Grant Cardone, right? So if you are not completely honest about your product, your credibility will be damaged and what you say will lose influence. So don't say that yours is the best on the market, okay? It's better to say we sold 2 million units last year. As you, as you know, our closest competitors sold less than a million and then provide the documentation ap after that, right? Don't criticize competing products. In fact, the Japanese will respect you if you mention the assets of the competition. So now I'm not exactly sure if this plays a huge pivotal role in all, obviously, um, all cultures and whatnot, but some people want facts. We're going to be listening to a lot of things and obviously the next season uh in regards to you know people um what is it you know you know based on what they say and you know what cultures they're from and because a lot of people like american techniques and the way americans do things like jumping on stage and clapping before a seminar and stuff that would not go well in a lot of different countries and this is why you know i'm giving you that because you have to understand that all cultures are different and you need to learn how to adapt See, Gary Vee, when he started speaking in Jakarta, he knew that he could not cuss. He knew that he would have to slow it down. See, with Tony Robbins, he knows that his market is American. If he goes anywhere else, people aren't going to be as animated because the Amer uh, Americans, like myself, we are very animated. Not like me. Of course, I'm the most unique human being on the planet because I, there is only one Arsenio Buck. But nonetheless, people, <sighs> do not criticize competition. Okay, when I always give the reference to, you know, the TOEFL resources way, I will discuss these two reasons in the following paragraphs. You're just stating the obvious in regards to what you are obviously going to speak about. Plus, you're doing a little conversational tone. That's not to say anything that demeans TOEFL resources. I'm just pointing out the obvious saying, hey, listen, they already know that you're going to have to explain in the two paragraphs. So why even put that as your concluding sentence instead at a hook? See, that's me not criticizing, but me providing you with a better solution.
given the facts saying, hey, listen, we've made this many sales and, you know, based on what has happened and, you know, and if we look at, listen, compare your products. So you could say, okay, the competition, they have this specifically, right? Now, I realize from some customers I've already spoken to out here in Japan that there are a couple of features that are needed to use this. And so that's what we have in ours here. Let me show you. See, they need things that are factually need to have a paper saying, hey, this is how much we made. Here go the sales. Here go our markets. Look what's going on here. And even talk about the Japanese market, make it very relatable to them. And that's the problem. See, Neil dropped the price of his product more and more and more just so he can make a sale and did it for the best interest of him rather than the best interest of her. You have lost. That is called hard selling and you never want to approach it that way. So again, when it comes to business, people want to see, you know, people want to see, you know, what you've talked about, how you could back up the praise and back up the things that you've spoken about. That's what they want. They don't care about this crazy, okay, you've done this, you've done that, but I need to see the people who have actually spoken. Have you guys ever went on those bogus websites and you've always seen these professional photos taken by some Americans saying, oh yeah, five-star review, this was absolutely the most amazing thing on the planet. It's fake. Listen, if you go to my Podia website and you see the reviews, some of them have grammatical errors. I wanted to keep it as authentic as possible. And all those students were either students of the past or they are returning students right now. So in saying that, people, you need to keep that in mind. Please don't hard sell. Show the facts, cater it to them, and you will win no matter what. So in saying that, people, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful episode of the Arsenio ZSL podcast. We have a couple of more episodes in this season, and then we're making a switch. So stay tuned for more over and out.